Hello, Marketeers. Welcome to another episode of AEC Marketeer Podcast, exploring AEC marketing and beyond. I'm your host, Keelan Cox, and I'll be exploring marketing trends and answering your most pressing questions to help you thrive as an AEC Marketeer. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I have on Catherine Bennett. She is a CPSM and the director of RFP excellence at Lupio, but for our listeners who don't know that much about you, Catherine, will you give a quick intro of yourself? Yes. Thank you so much, Keelan. So I have been in the RFP and proposal response industry for about 12 years, doing a variety of technical communication and proposal management. The biggest biggest topic that I would like to emphasize is that I am an empathetic proposal professional. I think way too many of us spend 80 hour work weeks dedicating our time to our job and our profession and we are on the brink of burnout. So my personal mission and vision for my career is to support proposal managers in avoiding burnout and finding value in their everyday work. Excellent. So before we get into our topic, which is the benefits of proposal automation, I'm curious how you got started in this industry. What's your story? Sure. So just like most of us, I kind of fell into it. And I I was talking with some friends the other day about the fact that it doesn't seem like most of us study to be proposal managers in college. We come at it about a very roundabout way. So I studied in my undergraduate degree, journalism and chemistry, worked in chemistry labs for a number of years, went back to grad school for public health, and I came out in the Great Recession. And oh goodness, public health luckily is similar enough to health marketing. And I was able to find a job working in an engineering firm as a proposal manager after having spent some time as a proposal assistant. So, and then I just decided that I loved it and I wanted to stick with it. And the rest is history. <laughs> Excellent. So Kicking it off, how is proposal automation software different from your standard CRM system? This is an excellent question. I think a lot of folks see the data and analytics that are delivered from a proposal automation tool and don't see the split between a CRM and proposal automation. And the key difference in my experience is the inclusion of what we call a content library. So proposal automation splits out questions and answers, and it it solves the following problem. Imagine you're looking for content that you knew was really great from a previous proposal that you'd submitted. You probably have to go dive into multiple Microsoft Word documents, Excel files, SharePoint drives to find the question you're looking for. And what proposal automation software does is it creates a library of content that allows you to quickly populate proposal documents, new proposal documents, using old proposal answers. So you can update them, refresh them, and then export a beautiful looking proposal. Whereas a CRM really tracks your customer through the sales cycle. So proposal automation software helps you complete the documents. CRMs help you understand the customer journey. And they are very closely intertwined. Lupio, for instance, the company I work for, offers integration with Salesforce and Microsoft Dynamics. And so these are not mutually exclusive, but instead complementary systems. Got it. Okay. So the next biggest question I can see us getting when we're talking about proposal automation is 
will proposal automation software or software in general replace marketers? That is also an, a very valid concern because we see automation, it, it really is. We see automation taking over all kinds of industries. There's self-driving semi-trucks now. So right. is it coming for us next? I'm going to tell you no. So what proposal automation does, it takes away the low value tasks. So think about the fact that you've got a Roomba. Vacuuming, in my opinion, and, and maybe other people find it to be a high value activity, but for me, I like to outsource my vacuuming. So right. instead of vacuuming, what I can do is I can spend time reading a book, right? And elevating my cognition. It's the same thing with marketing automation tools is that it takes the housekeeping aspects of proposals, like setting up the proposal in order to answer the questions or creating a project management plan or looking for the right answer in a library of text. And what it does is it just makes all of those things faster and easier so that what you can do is customize the content for your client. All of your work now can go towards making a better proposal not just towards pushing your proposal towards the finish line. And that's where, again, this empathetic approach to marketing, that's where I think so many proposal managers find themselves mired in tasks. You don't have a centralized way to manage your projects, so you're sending emails. Version control becomes a problem. You're not sure who put what comment where, and the stress starts to build, and it starts to build, and it starts to build, right? If we can eliminate some of those easy, quick tasks then you can use your higher order cognition, your human thinking that AI cannot replicate and you can build a better mousetrap. And that's really what we're, we're all about at Lupio. Perfect. And as I was doing my digging in Lupio, I noticed that there are functions where you can sort of like tag someone to say, hey, this question is for you. Instead of, for example, how we do it now would be like leaving a comment in a PDF and then sending that comment or sending the PDF out to everyone and hoping that they see it. Could you explain how that works? Sure. So Lupio, like some other automation solutions out there, allows us to very quickly identify the aspects of a proposal that need to be completed by individual folks. So Got what it. we do is we break down each individual question and then you can assign it out. And what it does, this is the best thing. It saves so much time and energy for me. And honestly, okay, key tip, if you can set up a system so that the subject matter expert blames the computer instead of blaming you, I don't know how to say this more eloquently, but if you can make the computer, <laughs> if you can make the computer the source of the irritation instead of making you the source of the irritation. Sure. Or uh, okay, I, that again, maybe that's not the right way to phrase that. So what it does is it sends automated reminders to those folks so that you don't have to manage it. And then it's saying, well, the system's reminding you. Like you can right. rely on the system to be the thing that's like prompting the reminders. So you assign the tasks, it continues to remind. And then there's not this animosity of like, oh, Catherine's always on my case. It's like, oh, thank you, Lupio, for reminding me. It's a totally different experience for the subject matter expert and they feel more in control of the experience on their own. So it's a, it's a really a benefit for everyone. Very cool. Okay. So that's just one aspect of how automation might change a proposal manager's role. What other changes do you see there being to a proposal manager's role with the introduction of automation software? So I see a variety of new experiences that will come along for proposal managers. Primary among those is becoming more of a content manager and kind of a curator 
rather than a generator of new content. Mm. So it's important for the automation systems that we are thinking about where the information is stored. It, we have libraries, but we need to structure the library so that when you go in, you're not picking up an entire bookshelf, you're picking up a book, right? So you need right. to think about how you're organizing information. So I see almost more of a content manager or a librarian approach in how we think about proposal management. Instead of being an assembler, you're more of a curator. And again, there's maybe more of a focus on that customizing of the content because you'll now have the space to do it instead of frantically just trying to assemble boilerplate and hoping it goes well. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's say you are interested in automation software. How do you plan before you start shopping for this software? Yes. The first component of identifying the right proposal software for you will be conducting an initial process mapping and understanding exercise within your team. You may be a team of one, so it's extremely easy for you to describe how you do your work. Right. Really, I think the subtext of this question is how can you get executives to buy into the software so that it makes it easier for you to do your job? And right. the numbers that come along with that, you've got to measure. So how long does it take you when you're waiting for your subject matter expert to send the information back. So you try to, to create like stories with numbers so mm. that you can envision a better future. And the way you get started with that is by describing what's happening now and where you think the improvement could happen. Right. Then I would say, think about the proposal software that will meet your needs for the type of RFPs that you do. There are some proposal options that are more geared towards the logistics industry, towards the federal industry. Then you might also take a look at whether or not the software can complete questionnaires quickly, legal documents, right? So you're going to spec it out. And if you see a proposal software that you think is particularly useful, do a demo, find out what they offer and then say, hey, well, you, you might refine your criteria even more as you continue through that process. So Perfect. maybe I should say that you, you might want to issue an RFP to get the software. <laughs> <laughs> Just a thought. <laughs> you bring up a really good point there, which is quantifying change. And I think that's something that is a super valuable tool when you're communicating with any sort of management but also when you're asking for money and it's the same sort of thing that we do with our clients. So it makes sense that we would want to do that internally as well. So I just want to earmark that as a very, very strong idea. <laughs> mm -hmm. And when it comes to measuring, Lupio actually has a really great benchmarking survey where we describe some ideas about how to get started with measuring your processes. So if you have questions about what type of data you could take to your supervisor to start thinking about this proposal software, we can put that information in your hands too. Excellent. Okay. So then the next question is how difficult is this type of thing to implement? Implementation looks different for every company. So I definitely want to put that caveat in because if you've got right. particularly complicated proposal processes, you may have a slightly longer timeline, but I will tell you it's on the order of weeks or months, not on the order of years. 
And it, it really depends on the internal resources that you're willing to allocate to the implementation. So sure. the more involved your team members are internally, the more you've described your processes and you have a vision for how the proposal software will help you, the faster the implementation goes. Our team is extremely motivated to help you get your proposal software up and running fast. And here's why is during the implementation, you're trying to also complete proposals. We understand that. So right. uh, we do a we do a lot of the heavy lifting and helping you build out your library, helping you build out the processes and understanding what other people are doing so that you can really drive change within your organization. The effort level is not by any stretch of the imagination monumental. It just takes some internal resource allocation. Right. Just like any new program, basically. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then maintenance of these types of systems, what does that look like? Again, like I said earlier, I saw proposal managers shifting more into this automation content management librarian type role, as opposed to a direct writer. That's the key aspect of what we're talking about with proposal automation software is that you want to be committing new information into your library and you also want to be checking the information that already exists to make sure it's still relevant. So you're going to be doing things like updating the number of employees in your system or updating your legal terms and conditions, right? The great right. thing about proposal automation software is it will set uh -oh. review cycles and actually allocate and assign the questions to either subject matter experts or your proposal team so that every three months you're looking at the resume for the civil engineering group, right? It's, it's not this annual burden anymore. It's more frequent. And also it, our system allows you to update after every RFP or even in the middle of an RFP. So when you've got new content, all you do is push the button, you review the content and you commit the new information into the library. And now that's the source of truth. So it's, it's so dynamic and make sure your content's always fresh. So it's a fair amount of maintenance, but again, the burden is shifted because you're not spending as much time finding the information. You're spending more time making sure it's right. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. So instead of, you know, spending that time searching for information, you're devoting more of your time to making sure that information is correct. Yes. And the upshot of this is that if you've got a significant library of reliable content that describes your company's operations and practices, your sales team can benefit, your legal team can benefit, your administrative staff, right? HR, there's all kinds of other folks within your organization that if they access this information, they will find their own way to get value from it. So it's not just the proposal team in a lot of instances. That makes sense. Yeah. So then what are the major benefits of proposal automation? We see consistently over our customers that there are three primary proposal automation benefits. Number one, you're reducing your risk. Number two, you're reducing the time to delivery. And number three, you're increasing the quality of what you're delivering. And there's a fourth and tangential benefit that is you're improving the user experience. Sure. So it's more pleasant to do RFPs. That's the one that I really like to talk about. And let's think about the reducing of the risk. So if you've got reliable vetted content, you're less likely to include, for instance, the wrong customer name or the wrong solution to the problem. It really reduces contractual and project-related risk. Second, you spend about 35% less time working on the RFP if you have the proposal 
automation software, again, you can either reallocate that time towards improving the quality and like really dialing in your content, or you have a capacity to do more RFPs. Of course, using a responsible go, no go procedure, we're not saying take on everything, but right. if you're at the end of your department's capacity, maybe it's time to think about doing this. You can expand it by 15 or 20%. Sure. Then we also see improved quality over our clients' lifespans. They are able to more consistently and more thoughtfully update their content, make sure it's accurate and we don't promise an increase in win rates, of course, but increased quality is what takes you to the next level as a proposal shop, right? Sure. It's what, it, what drives success. And then finally, again, that user experience. If you make RFPs pleasant for your subject matter experts if, that enjoy interacting with computers, if you, can, if you can limit the amount of time, and here's the benefit for them is they don't have to answer the same question over and over. They've answered it once, you commit it into the library. Now, the next time it comes around the next quarter, they don't, so, so you're reducing the impact for your subject matter experts and they can get back to their jobs, which I don't know. I don't think most subject matter experts like wake up in the morning, getting excited about RFPs like we do, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> just, let's just, let's just face facts. And so, so it's improving your user experience. It's reducing your burnout. It's improving the relationship you have with the subject matter experts. It's leveraging those relationships. Now you're a unified team. You know, you have lower risk, you're moving faster, you have better content and you're bringing in more revenue. So that's our ultimate goal. Right. Okay. My personal question for you, because I work on a lot of proposals and I love the creative aspect of proposals. Mm -hmm. I sort of like changing my format and my layout. What is the exported version of the proposal? Is it a PDF or is it something that you can then, you know, tinker with and play with graphics and stuff? Yes. So there's lots of opportunity for us to still be engaged in graphic design with our proposals. So there are a couple options. We do offer through Lupio custom project exports, which are like an export template that's designed maybe for a more rapid proposal delivery, something that's very standard and quick, but it's got your beautiful branding and you, you push a button essentially and out comes a serviceable document that will look great for your customers, okay? Right. But if you've got one that's a little bit more challenging, what you do is just export it into a plain Word document and upload it right into InDesign like you would typically do with any other document. You know, control D, bring it into the text boxes. And this way you avoid editing in InDesign, which to me is scary because there's a lot of risk. <laughs> Sure. Um, that you're going to miss a sentence. So your fully completed document is ready to be imported and formatted into InDesign after export with the full flexibility of Microsoft Word. Perfect. Okay. That mm -hmm. makes more sense. Well, thank you so much for coming on to talk about this. It's something that I had never considered, to be totally honest with you. I never knew that proposal automation existed or it was a thing. So I really appreciate you taking the time to enlighten me and hopefully our listeners as well. Absolutely. It's been my pleasure. And this is the wave of the future. About 60% of folks who are engaged in RFPs throughout variety of industries are already using RFP software. So if you're an AEC firm and you're looking to advance your proposal processes to match other industries, one of the easiest ways is to adopt proposal automation, and then you'll be ahead of the curve. Excellent. So if people want to find out more about either you, yourself, Catherine, or Lupio, where should I direct them? Yes, we have a 
great website at lupio.com where you can learn more about the basics of proposal automation, get tips and tricks about best practices for proposals. My personal LinkedIn is linkedin.com slash Catherine Bennett writes. And folks are welcome to join us at Lupicon, which is our industry conference, which will occur later on in the year. The dates are still being finalized, but keep an eye on our social media channels to come to a no-cost conference where you can learn a ton about proposal best practices throughout your industry and others. Perfect. So I will include all the, the websites and links that you just mentioned in our episode show notes. Wonderful. All right. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you so much. Thank you. This was an absolute party. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the AEC Marketeer podcast. I hope you enjoyed hearing from Catherine about proposal automation. As always, if you're enjoying this podcast, I invite you to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. New episodes are released every other Wednesday. Chat soon.